Hey guys, remember to follow us on Twitter at Fancy Pinnacle, and you can also find us on Instagram, YouTube, Podbeam, and iTunes. Just search Pinnacle Fancy Football. guys welcome in it's week 15 it's the matchup show so i'm gonna be flying solo today i think mikey talked to everybody last week mikey done it without me i was off doing the the dad stuff mikey's off today with the family in gatlinburg enjoying the mountains so we'll start off with a few injuries and news so a couple guys that's out Isaiah Crowell, he's gonna be out kiki kuti's out this is for the first set of games by the with that remember today there are two games a day scheduled for saturday uh, the Jets and Houston, as well as Cleveland and Denver. So I'm trying to hoping to get this out for you guys before these games start. Anyway, back to the injuries. Uh, Browns, Denzel Ward is out. It's not big for fantasy relevance because obviously, unless you play IDP, you're not starting Denzel Ward. But he's the best corner in Cleveland. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later with Denver there, see some of the receivers to play. Uh, so Flacco's questionable. Flacco very well could be back. We'll see how that plays out. I think Jackson's out. Uh, Hilton, Ty Hilton's a game-time decision. That's a tough one because he's one of those guys that seems like he's always a game-time decision. Carryon Johnson's out, of course. Uh, Allen Robinson's questionable. The big one, sorry, guys, OBJ. OBJ is out. Uh, it's going to be hurting a lot of people. It's a bad time for him to be going out with playoffs here. Jordan Reed. We knew it. We knew this was coming. He made it longer this year than I think he's ever made it in his career. Jordan Reed's out. Carson Wentz, that's another big one. I think Carson Wentz is doubtful. I don't see him playing. Uh, Breida, he's questionable. Breida's always questionable. I think he plays. If he hasn't been ruled out by now, I think he's in there and he plays. I'm pretty sure he's come back from like 19 ankle injuries this year so far. All right, we'll get along with the, the matchups here. Again, bear with me. This is... A little tougher doing it by yourself when you don't have somebody sitting here chatting with back and forth and running things back and forth to each other. So we'll get through it and see how it works out. So the first game, Houston and the Jets, is the early game today. I think it starts at 3, 4.30, sorry, 4.30 Eastern time. Uh, over and under is 43.5. Houston's favored by 6.5. Not huge on – a lot of the plays this game. I like Hop, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, of course. He's one of those guys you have to play no matter what. To me, he's the number one wide receiver in the game. I know everybody's got AB or Julio. But I think Hopkins is the best receiver in the game. He's done so much with absolutely nothing. I mean, the man's been through God knows how many quarterbacks in his career so far. So I got, I got, I would have to roll with Hop. Uh, he's getting forty-three percent of the team's air yards. I mean, that's insane for. Not a deep threat receiver. I mean, the dude just does everything. I'm not completely sold on Watson. This is, to me, why. I mean, I've preached on this all year. I hate drafting quarterbacks. You'll never see me. But uh, this is why. I mean, he was probably the first, second, third quarterback taken behind Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers even. I mean, he's been bad. 
I mean, people are picking up Patrick Mahomes late in the draft. People got Phillip Rivers really late in the draft. I didn't draft a quarterback at all in one league and still was able to snag Phillip Rivers, and he's arguably had the best season he's ever had in MVP races. So I don't really like Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Jets have an awful run defense. They give up 132 yards on the game, so I feel pretty good in starting Lamar Miller. He's had a fairly good past two or three weeks. Outside of that, I don't really like anyone. I don't like anybody in the Jets. Uh, I said Crowell was out. I'm not sure if I can trust Elijah McGuire or not. Uh, I think he'll be all right, but man, it's the playoffs. It's hard to take the gambles like that in the playoffs. Uh, Everyone that's still playing right now in a league, you're it's playoff time. You're either in the playoffs or you're out of the playoffs. If you're out, sorry. If you're in, I mean, you can't. It's tough to trust these guys like Elijah McGuire unless you have absolutely no other choice. So the next game is Cleveland at Denver. Uh, like I just mentioned, Denzel Ward's out for Cleveland. I think that's big for a couple of Denver receivers, and I'm not naming uh, Sutton. I know Mikey's a big Sutton fan. I like him. Uh, I even said he was going to be the best rookie receiver for the year, but he's just not there this year. His catch percentage is trash. It's like 46%. It's not good at all. He's not been great, and a lot of that could be the quarterback issues. I don't know. But in case Kenham had a really good year last year and had done well with Thielen and Diggs, I mean, granted, it's completely different offenses, completely different coaching schemes. So I'm not laying all the blame on Sutton, but – it's, it's really hard for me to trust the man. That being said, Deshaun Hamilton last week had nine targets, seven catches, 40 yards, a touchdown. Uh, the other receiver, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, he had like 70 yards. And those guys stepped up. They stepped up and Sutton hasn't been. So I would probably – personally, I'm playing Deshaun Hamilton over Sutton. I think he's the best wide receiver play on the team. I'd roll with him all day. Uh, with Cleveland – Oh, with Lindsey. I, I forgot to mention Lindsey. I, I love Lindsey this week. I think he's going to have a monster game. Uh, the Browns' rush defense is trash. We've we've bagged on Lindsey all year. He's been crap. Who or He's been great. Uh, Freeman's been crap. Who knows if he's going to keep this up next year. Uh, this could be the – I can't think of the guy's name. Peyton Hillis from Arkansas. He came out and had this massive explosive year. Even got put on the face of Madden or the cover of Madden, and then he just – Really crashed himself after that. So who knows if Lindsey's going to be that guy to do the exact same thing to Knox. He's a small back, and those usually don't last well. But we'll see. Uh, but with Cleveland, I, and I don't want to think of Landry. He's doing better than he was at the beginning of the year. But last week he had a big game. But if you look at the numbers, a lot of that was rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. He's not going to do that again. He's not going to have two carries for 50 yards and a touchdown. I think I think that's what he had last week. I think you have to play him, but don't expect anything like what he gave you last week. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near that. Uh, Chubb, Chubb's fine. Again, Chubb, he's one of those guys you have to play. And I'm even fine playing Baker Mayfield this week. I think he'll be fine. He'll have a pretty decent game. Broncos are seventh worst against the pass. So roll out Baker and feel good about it. Next game is Miami and Minnesota. Over and under is 45. Minnesota's favored by seven. Uh, I got to admit, I was wrong on Kirk Cousins. I picked at the beginning of the season that Minnesota would be the, one of the Super Bowl contenders. Man, they were last year with Case Keenum. they done really well with Keenum. They got Cousins. Should have been a massive upgrade. Should have been the guy they needed. And he's just been terrible, especially lately. 
So I'm, I'm wrong. Uh, Thielen has regressed some. I think a lot of that is because Cousins has regressed some. I don't necessarily blame Thielen for it. Uh, I've seen a picture. I even talked about it in last week's show. I've seen a picture during that game last week in Seattle. Thielen wide open and wasn't anyone within 10 yards of him. And Cousins just never even saw him, never looked at him. So can't blame Thielen for those kind of plays. Uh, Cook should have a good game. Cook's one of my top running backs of the week. Him and another uh, – Joe Mixon, I'll talk about him a little bit later. But I think Cook's going to have a phenomenal game. Miami's rush defense is garbage. They give up 139 yards a game. Uh, on the other side, though, with uh, Miami, I'm man, I'm struggling to find anyone there to start. I know Kenyon Drake's had a few good games. Man, to me, that's that's the touchdown or bust stuff. That's the huge gamble that is either going to pay off or it's going to kick you out of the playoffs uh, if you start Drake. Last week, he didn't have a good game until that miracle touchdown he got ran in. And it seems every game, he's, he doesn't have good numbers, but he's scoring. And absolutely, scoring works. Scoring wins you championships. So that touchdown means more than 40 receiving yards or 40 rushing yards. But if you don't get that touchdown and you only have the 40 receiving yards, I mean, that hurts you. So I'm, I'm tough to start Drake. I mean, uh, if you have to, fine. He, he, I think he'd be okay in a flex position. But, man, I just don't, don't expect much out of him. Outside of that, I can't. I'm not playing anybody in Miami. Uh, so next game is Oakland at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's favored by three over and under 46. And there's a lot of really low. I think this is the first week that the NFL finally – Finally got it right, and all of the higher-scoring games are going to be all of the primetime games, like New England and Pittsburgh. I think they're playing Sunday night. They're playing the late evening schedule, 425. Philly Rams playing Sunday night. North Carolina playing Monday night. Those are all the three high-scoring games. This Oakland-Cincinnati game, 46 over and under. Uh, man, both of these teams are garbage. I've, I'm not sure what's happening with Oakland. I don't understand how they can go and beat Pittsburgh. I don't. Same way the Cardinals going to beat the Packers, I guess. But both of these are the worst rushing defenses in the league. So, I, well, I like both backs, uh, or three backs. I'm not big on Rashard this week. I think Doug Martin is going to do enough running the ball against Cincinnati that Rashard's not going to be a huge factor. I mean, Rashard's more of the pass-catching threat than he is the running back, even though he's getting some carries. But Martin is eating up the carries. Martin's the one that's getting the carries there. So I like him. Uh, him and Jerry Cook, that's it for me for Oakland. Uh, as crappy as the tight end landscape is, and there's no one in Oakland to catch the ball, so Jerry Cook is the guy there to catch the ball. Top five tight end to me this week, Jerry Cook is. Well, on the other side, Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, he's my number one running back for the week. He's my must start, uh, my elite player that you have to start. I love Joe Mixon this week. I mean, he's a – Highly underrated. He's a dual threat running back. I mean, he doesn't get the the publicity that Zeke and Saquon and Gurley and all these guys, McCaffrey. I mean, he's not doing as well as those guys are, but he's still having a formidable season and doing really well for himself. I really like Joe Mixon this week. <clears throat> uh, Boyd. I don't. I don't know what to think of Tyler Boyd. He's impressed me one week since A.J. Green's went out. He's just not the number one guy. Uh, we talked about this, Mikey and I both, whenever Green went out. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, Boyd, Boyd, just get on Boyd. Boyd's going to be the guy. And that's not always the case. But it's really hard for a slot receiver to move over and take the number one spot and take all the pressure that 
A.J. Green was getting, all the weird different coverages that he's never seen before that A.J. Green gets. And it's, he's not lived up to it. The same with Sutton. And, I mean, Galladay's doing it, and Galladay's living up. He's having a really good year since he's became the guy. But Boyd just hasn't done it. I think you start Boyd in the flex spot, wide receiver three, flex. But it wouldn't surprise me a bit if he laid a goose egg on you. I mean, he's going to get a couple catches, but it's, it's tough to tell. It's tough to see what he's going to do. So I'm, I'm not – especially with a backup quarterback. I keep forgetting that Driscoll, I think, is his name. is the starter there in Cincinnati. Not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, you know, Mikey's love for Andy Dalton and the Red Rocket. So we'll see how that plays out with Boyd. Uh, next game, Tampa Bay and Baltimore. This game kind of interests me. Interesting to me. It's the best offensive by yards go against the best defense by yards. Uh, it's funny to say that Tampa Bay has the best offense as far as total yardage. It's weird because they went through like three different quarterbacks four different times. Uh, it, they don't know from one day to the next if they're going to play Fitzmagic or who they're going to play Jameis Winston. I mean, it's obviously Winston today. Winston's going to be playing. Winston should be playing. He's better. Uh, he, he's better than Fitzpatrick. There's a reason he's a starter. He was drafted well. He just makes some bonehead dumb plays, and this isn't the day to start him. Uh, I don't think I could start him this week against Baltimore. And Baltimore's defense is no joke, especially their pass D. When those guys are on fire. Uh, big matchup for me to watch this game is is the running back situation for. Baltimore. Is it going to be Gus Edwards? Is it going to be Kenneth Dixon? Dixon was the better looking back last week. Personally, I think Kenneth Dixon is the best running back in Baltimore. He's more explosive. He's more elusive. He misses tackles. I think I've seen some stat earlier yesterday or earlier in a week that he's since he came in, he's on the top of the leaderboard as far as missed tackles goes. But are they going to give him the ball? Are they going to let him have it? Uh, obviously, Alex Collins ain't going to be around. I think if Kenneth Dixon can take this and run with it, <clears throat> he very well could be the back for the future there in Baltimore. Uh, Tampa Bay. Oh, last thing is Flacco. If Flacco plays, I think John Brown's going to be a good play again. Uh, that's John Brown's been irrelevant ever since Lamar Jackson took over. Lamar Jackson just can't throw the ball. He's a rushing quarterback, and everyone knew that when he came in. Jackson's not going to be a thrower. And a lot of people called it that John Brown wouldn't be relevant, and he's not. He's done nothing. So if Flacco's in, I think John Brown's back. I think Brown is a really good game. Any kind of DFS stuff, John Brown's super cheap. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on if Flacco is actually the starter or if it's going to be Robert Griffin. <laughs> Uh, the Ravens can be beat on the tight ends position. So I like Cameron Brait. Uh, if the Ravens can be beat through the air, it's at tight end. And we all know that Jameis Winston loves Cameron Brait. That's his guy. He had a crappy game last week, but he still scored, I think. So I, I like Brait. Mike Evans, you got to start him, but I don't like him. I don't think he has a good game. I mean, he's a top 10, top 12 receiver in the league. You, there's no way you don't start him, but just don't expect to get a huge number from him. Uh, Humphreys and Godwin, the other two receivers there. I like Humphreys more. I think Humphreys is – I can't say he's the better receiver, but he's on the field more. Uh, he gets more yards, more targets, more snaps. Humphreys gets more yards, more targets, more snaps. I think he's just going to be the better play there over Godwin. So next game, this one hurts my heart a little bit. Dallas and Indy, uh, over and under 47. 
Indy's favored three. And Dallas has been on fire. Their defense has been on fire. But I have to pick Indy to win this game. Dallas is going to lose another game. And they're really good at home, and they're not that great on the road, even though their defense is playing phenomenal. But if they're going to lose a game, losing against Andrew Luck in Indianapolis is where they're going to lose the game at. So I'd have to pick Indy for the game here. Uh, Dallas's red zone offense is just atrocious. Uh, I think they the last game we they played against Philly threw up some stat that their red zone percentage was like forty percent or something like that. They actually score in the red zone, score a touchdown in the red zone. That's horrible. When you got Zeke, there's absolutely no reason your red zone percentage should be forty percent. So they got to get that figured out. If they don't, it's going to be a one and out year again for them in the playoffs. You can't go like last week against Philly. You can't go down and kick. Field goal after field goal after field goal, and expect to win the game. They did just because they figured out how to score three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That game turned into an offensive showdown. But in a actual game, right now they're lined up to play Seattle in the first round of the wild card. You're not going to beat Seattle by kicking field goals all game. It's just not going to happen. So hopefully they get that fixed. Zeke, Zeke's leading the league in scrimmage yards. Not a whole lot of people know that. Everybody's big on Todd Gurley. You know, Todd Gurley's doing this, and he's great. Absolutely. Todd Gurley is probably the best back in the league, and rightfully so. But, and Zeke, a lot of people kind of downplay him a little bit. Uh, same thing with Saquon. I mean, everybody's high on Saquon, and they should be. He, dude's phenomenal. He's having the best rookie year that I've, I've ever seen a running back have. But man, this dude's leading the league in scrimmage yards. He's catching balls. I think he's got like 500 receiving yards. And that was the big knock on him when he came in. It's like, oh, can he catch the pass? And he's doing it. He's showing it. I mean, arguably, these three guys, Zeke, Saquon, Gurley, in any order next year, they're going to be your top three backs coming off the board. If somebody picked Saquon number one overall, love it. Somebody picked Zeke number one overall, I love it. Gurley number one, I love it. So if you get one of the top three picks, you're going to have one of the top three backs in the league next year. Uh, the Colts are good against wide receivers. So, by saying that, I think well, you have to play Mari Cooper. I mean, he's going to get his targets. He's going to get a few catches. I, Michael Gallup showed some promise last week. If Dak can figure out a way to hit him when Michael Gallup's deep, Michael Gallup is going to be an impressive streaming play next year. I mean, he was wide open. And a lot of routes, a lot of plays, a lot of deep plays. Dak just can't hit him yet. Once they get that figured out, Michael Gallup's going to surprise some people. If you're in the dynasty league and Gallup's still out there, grab him now. Because in the next two years, three years, whenever Dak finally figures it out, that kid's going to be unreal. <clears throat> as far as the Indies offense, if Ty Hilton plays, you play Ty Hilton. Uh, there's, I mean, Dallas is really good against quarterbacks. They're really good against the receivers. You, but you can't set Ty Hilton. Uh, luck, play luck. <clears throat> Ebron, of course, you play Ebron. If Dallas can be beat, it's against tight ends. Tight ends can beat them. Outside of that, I don't like anything in Indy. I, I've got them picked to win the game, but the silver and under isn't real high. So I'd play luck. I'd play Ebron. I'd play Hilton. That's it. Same on the other side. Zeke and Amari Cooper is about the only two people I want to play this game. I don't think Dak has the big game like he had last week. He's just not doing it for me. <clears throat> Uh, next on the list is Detroit at Buffalo. So this is one of the lowest over and unders in the game. <coughs> Excuse me, in the league this week. Also, I apologize. I'm still battling a sinus cold, whatever you want to call it. <coughs> so if I clear my throat a thousand times, I'll try to edit some of these out, but I'm sure I'm going to miss a few. Anyway, Detroit and Buffalo. 
And Buffalo's defense, I, it's underrated. No one is really grasping how good their defense has been playing. It's just unfortunate for them. They're, they can't stay off the field. I mean, their offense is so atrocious. Their defense is always on the field playing. <clears throat> but Buffalo's favored two and a half, over and under 39 and a half. Detroit's decimated. Carry-on's out. They've got some linemen out. They're number two wide receivers like Seth Roberts or uh, or Bruce Ellington, sorry, and he's out. Seth Roberts is in Oakland. I don't like Galladay. This is the game that I don't want to play Galladay. Mikey's harped and griped and praised Tredavious White all year, and, man, that kid is the real deal. He's one of the top two to three cornerbacks in the league this week. He's going to be on Trey Wood, uh, on Kenny Galladay all game. Uh, I don't see them pulling White off of Galladay, so I, I'm not playing Galladay. I mean, if you had to, again, I mean, we're playoff time. It's getting to the point where there's injuries. You got guys out. OBJ's out. And if you're an OBJ owner, absolutely play Galladay. If if you've got him, and you have to play him. Man, guys, I hate it, but I understand. If you got to play him, you got to play him. I'm in a league. I'm playing Seth Roberts, so I get it. But I don't like him, and I don't want to play him if I don't have to. <clears throat> Uh, Bills running backs on the Bills side. Stay away from the running backs. McCoy, I'm, I'm not sure he's playing. Uh, Ivory has practiced. He got a full practice in Friday, I think. So I think Ivory is going to be the starter there, but I still don't play him. It's just too tough, too sketchy with those Bills running backs. Uh, Josh Allen, man, I love him. I love this kid. He's If he can stay healthy, he's going to be phenomenal to watch and phenomenal. He has a rocket for an arm. And he's not super accurate, but, man, the kid can throw the ball on his hind end 60 yards, and he's running. He's running everywhere. He's broke Mike Vick's rushing record for a three-game span. When you're breaking records Mike Vick's, Vick set, you're obviously a running quarterback. You're doing a really good job. Detroit can't stop the run, so that means Josh Allen as a quarterback is going to get over 100 rushing yards again. Mark it down, 100 rushing yards again. He's had 99, 135, 101 in the past three weeks. This week, over 100 again. I'm calling it now. It'll be basically four straight games over 100 yards. Green Bay, Chicago, over and under 45. Chicago's favorite five and a half. I don't like the favorite here. Uh, I know Chicago's defense is bad news. Chicago's on, on a streak, on a tear. Uh, Green Bay's struggled this year, but man, Chicago's coming off a massive win last week. I think they're going to have a lot – a lot going on still coming off of that win. They're playing against a division opponent. These division games don't always go the way you want them to. And Green Bay looked really good last week against Atlanta. Granted, it's Atlanta. Atlanta's defense is trash. But it's still Aaron Rodgers. If there's anyone I trust in this league to do anything for me, it's Aaron Rodgers. I've said for many years, I've got a couple friends that are huge Green Bay fans. When Dallas goes and plays Green Bay – in the playoffs, I don't want anything to do with it because I really don't want to see Aaron Rodgers. I think they pull the upset. I think Green Bay wins the game. Devontae Adams is going to have a good game. Aaron Jones, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Aaron Jones. I, I am. I, I don't mean that that I don't like the kid. I think he's great. I think he's going to be a top ten back. Very well could go off, get drafted in the first round next year or early second round. But – this matchup, man, Chicago's again, Chicago's defense is a real deal. Uh, Green Bay's going to beat them because Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams is going to beat them. Randall Cobb, it's not going to be because of Aaron Jones. He is, you got to start him. I mean, start Aaron Jones. I'm not saying don't start him. Play the guy. 
But I just don't don't see him having the 15, 20 points that he's had the past few. On the other side, I have absolutely hounded Jordan Howard. I've hated him. I loved him at the beginning of the year. He's doing what I wanted him to do. He's catching passes. And Tariq Cohen kind of started putting a little spark into the offensive there. And Howard fell by the wayside. But actually, after looking at Jordan Howard's numbers, he's still getting touches. He's getting a decent amount of yards. He's 70, 80, 90 yards. Uh, unfortunately, he's not scoring. That's the only thing hurting him from being a starter every single week is him scoring. And if he gets 70 yards and a touchdown, you're more than happy with that. So I, I don't mind playing Jordan Howard this week. I, I think he scores. I think he puts up double-digit points again. If you can get that from a flex and a playoff matchup, you're doing great. Uh, Cohen, of course, you got to start Cohen. I mean, he's just explosive. Reggie Bush 2.0. Uh, to me, he's kind of like Lindsey. Is he going to do this next year? Is he going to get hurt? Is he going to turn into Bush, uh, Patrick Hillis? All these guys that blow up year one and then just kill themselves, and they're never relevant after that. <clears throat> so next matchup, Tennessee at the Giants. Uh, the Titans are favored by one over and under 43.5. I, I think I would have picked the Giants to win this game had OBJ be playing. Beckham's not playing. I just don't think I can do it. I think the Titans are good enough defensively, and they can they'll run the ball well enough that it's not going to matter that OBJ is out. They're still going to win the game. Uh, again, I, I really wanted to pick the Giants. I, I hate them. I hate the Giants. But there's so many Tennessee fans in my league that I'm playing in that I really don't want Tennessee to win the game either. So it's kind of funny. Uh, Titans have a good pass D. I uh, mentioned that. The run D's decent. Uh, I expect a small decline in Saquon's production. Uh, again, this is a guy, it's a no-brainer. You start Saquon. I don't care who he's playing. He can be playing the 85 Bears. You're starting Saquon. Uh, but I expect a little bit of a decline, 15 points instead of 20 or 18 instead of 27, something like that. I mean, he's going to be fine. And Henry. I think you know he's going to come back to earth a little bit, but I still think he's going to have a good game. I think he's startable. Yeah, it's awful for me to say. Mikey would probably kick me from the show that I've sat here and said that Henry, Derek Henry is startable, but I believe in him. I believe he's going to be well this week. So start him. See what happens. Uh, it's kind of going against what I said earlier, though, as far as it's playoffs. It's, it's hard to take a gamble, but <clears> – <throat> And the Titans use him right. He's going to be good. He's going to be fine this week. The Giants' rush defense is trash, so it's not like he's a huge gamble just because of that defense is so garbage. Deion Lewis hasn't really taken over and done anything. <clears throat> All right, so next game. I'm kind of going through this a little quicker than we normally do. Again, guys, this is this is pretty tough to sit here and do this. I mean, Mikey and I split it up really well. Uh, kind of know what he's going to do. I know what I'm going to do. He knows what I'm going to do. We work pretty well together doing this. When you do it alone, it's a little harder. I don't have anybody to bounce anything off of. I'm sitting there looking at a computer screen, talking to myself, watching these little lines jump up and down on the computer, and hoping this thing is even registering what I'm saying. <clears throat> so forgive me if this one's a little more slow, boring than every other show. I mean, this should be the last week for the year that we're doing this alone. Unless something comes up. But we'll get through it. Uh, so, anyway, the next game is Washington and the Jacksonville. The Jags are favored by seven. Over and under is 36. This is a super low over and under game for a team to be favored by that much. 
All right. Sorry for the difficulties there. But anyway, Jags and Washington. It's a super low over and under game, 36. Jacksonville's favored by seven. It's kind of – and Washington's ravaged. Their whole team is just – just decimated with injuries. It's by far the most injured team in the NFL right now, and it sucks for them because – I mean, I don't like Washington. I'm a Dallas fan. But to see a team that was leading the division and then just absolutely get hammered. Alex Smith goes out. Colt McCoy goes out. They have to start Josh Johnson. It's, speaking of, this is the Johnson versus Cody Kessler game. So there's a good chance that you're about to roll into your fantasy playoffs having to start Josh Johnson or Cody Kessler or uh, Josh Allen from Buffalo. So think about that for a little while of why you don't have to draft quarterbacks. Well, the Jags defense, this is my top D of the week. Again, they're at home. Washington's decimated with injuries. Their injuries are just – on that side, I like Vernon Davis. Jags get torched by the tight end. Jordan Reed's out. <clears throat> I think Vernon Davis is going to be a really good play this week for a tight end. Top 10 tight end for me. I, I would grab Vernon Davis if he's, if he's there, start him, and feel comfortable starting him. Uh, on the other side for Jacksonville, I'm not huge on Fournette. I mean, you got to start the guy, but I'm just not big on him. I don't think he has a huge week, double digits. Uh, I think you're lucky if you get 12 points out of him. I know that's gonna, not a lot of people's going to like that, but I just don't see this game going the way Jacksonville wants it to go. Washington's rush D is decent. I mean, as injured as they are, their running defense is pretty good. I like D.D. Westbrook. Uh, I think this kid's going to have a really good game. Josh Norman's one of the most overrated cornerbacks in the league to me. I don't like him. I don't think he's that good. I've told Mikey this all week. He's not that good. Uh, the Redskins give up 39 fantasy points per game to wide receivers. That's, that's not good. If you got what's supposed to be one of the top cornerbacks in the league on your side, you give up that much. It's, it's no good. So I like D.D. Westbrook. I think he's going to have a good game. I've started D.D. in a lot of places. Well, next game, Arizona and Atlanta. Uh, so over and under 44, Atlanta favored by nine. So this is a game that David Johnson should do really well in. Like, there should be no reason not to start and not to be really comfortable starting David Johnson. But last week, you should have been able to start and feel comfortable starting David Johnson against Detroit, and he done absolutely nothing. I can't trust David Johnson. I don't want to start him. If I can find anyone to start over David, excuse me, David Johnson, I want to do it. Uh, running back three slash flex play, maybe. Outside of that, I, I couldn't do it. Don't expect him to give you running back two or three numbers. Fitzgerald's going to be decent. Uh, I mean, Atlanta's going to have to – or Arizona's going to have to throw the ball. I think Atlanta rolls this game. They're going to come out throwing. They're going to have a really good game. It's at home. Matt Ryan does well at home. Julio's good at home. Of course, you start Julio. I think you're fine starting Matt Ryan. I don't like any of the running backs in – Atlanta. Coleman just hasn't impressed me at all. I mean, he took over. The job was his. You're the guy outside of Freeman, and he's not done it. Edo Smith's questionable. Edo had a pretty good week last week, but he's questionable, so he may not play. I mean, if you got Coleman, you probably have to start him, but I don't like him. I think Ridley's going to have a good game. Uh, Hooper, he's going to have a, be a top 10 tight end for me this week. Uh, in the tight end landscape, if you can start Hooper, Vernon Davis, I'll talk about Ian Thomas later. And guys like that, I think they're going to do well for you. Cameron Bray, they're going to be big for you this week. Tight ends are just horrible. Next game on the list, Seattle and San Francisco. 
This is the big NFC West rival game. These teams hate each other. Uh, you got Richard Sherman at home against Seattle. Uh, that's going to be interesting to play, interesting to watch. Uh, all right, so Pete Carroll, I think he's one of the more underrated coaches in the league. Uh, like I said, you got Andy Reid, McVay, Bill Belichick, all these guys getting all this praise for everything they're doing. Pete Carroll's lost his whole defense, the Legion of Boom, all of his guys, and he's putting together a playoff team. It's just phenomenal to me. No one, I, I guarantee you, if you asked anyone at the beginning of the season if Seattle would make the playoffs, everybody tell you crap. No, they would not make the playoffs, and they may not. But right now, they're right now they're slotted in the wild card spot, so they're they went out, they're in, they're in the playoffs. So he's he's done a really good job. Uh, San Francisco mentioned Brito's questionable. I think he plays. Uh, I'm not sure if a questionable tag means anything for Brita. He's been questionable every game. He's not supposed to play games, and he plays games, so it's going to be – I think he plays. I like him. I like Carson, both running backs for this game. I think they both have a really good game. Uh, it's, it's interesting in Seattle, and they've got three really good running backs. Penny's showing up. Penny's having a heck of a – when he's on the field, he's doing really great. He looks good. He looks like everybody thought he was going to look. And then Mike Davis is doing really well when he gets a chance to play as well. Uh, Lockett, Tyler Lockett, he has taken over. He is the number one guy. Uh, Doug Baldwin's an afterthought in Seattle now. He's not startable. I couldn't start Doug Baldwin. I won't start Doug Baldwin. Tyler Lockett is the man there. He's the number one. His catch percentage is third in the NFL at 80%. That's phenomenal for a slot slash number two guy. On the other side, San Francisco, Kittle, he's the only pass catcher I want. Outside of Brita and Kittle, that's the only two guys I play. Kittle's top three tight end. Uh, we've said that all year behind Ertz and Kelsey. Kittle's the next guy up. I would argue to put Kittle right there with Ertz, right behind Kelsey. But e- either way, it's one, two, and three between those three guys. Uh, next on the list, New England-Pittsburgh. I think this is going to be the highest point-scoring game of the week. New England's favorite two and a half, over 153. I, I think Pittsburgh wins the game. It's in Pittsburgh. Uh, it's tough to go play in, in Pittsburgh. Those terrible towns will be flying everywhere. This is a huge game. Connor should be back. <clears throat> I'm probably starting everyone I can. Vance McDonald, I'm playing him. Gronk should have a, be back, have a decent game. Josh Gordon, I mean, all these guys, you play them all. I expect James White to bounce back and have a pretty good game. So, pretty easy analysis, as we want to say, for this game. Just start them. Next, Philly and the Rams, 52.5 over and under, Rams favored by 13. It's kind of going to be a revenge game for the Rams at the extent of the Philly fans. I mean, it's I don't think it's going to be good. The over, or the point score favorite shows that. And if you look at this and be like, oh, 13 points, you know, Philly can't do that. Carson Wentz ain't playing. Uh, it's going to be – I don't think he plays. He's doubtful. I, I can just say he's not going to play. Uh, it's going to be the Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles. Don't expect Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles to show up. I mean, this guy's going to go out. And he's, I think he plays well, but he's not going to be that great. With Nick Foles playing, I think it means a massive game for Zach Ertz. Not like you just want to set Zach Ertz anyway, but it's going to be a huge game for this guy. I'm, I'm struggling to start or what to think of Jeffries. I, I ain't playing Tate. I don't want any part of Golden Tate no matter what. But with Alshon Jeffrey, I'm just struggling really hard trying to figure out what to do with him. I mean, I, I think you have to start him, but, man, it's just it's really hard, and I don't like it at all. Uh, 
especially with Foles. But again, last year, if you watched any of those playoff games, Alshon done great with Foles. So I don't know. Start him in wide receiver two, three spot for me. But it's I wouldn't be a bit surprised if he didn't do anything. So the last game, last game on the list, New Orleans at Carolina. New Orleans favored by six, over and under is 54. So the Saints right now are the number one seed in the NFC. They're trying to keep that. Uh, them and the Rams are tied, but Saints own the tiebreaker. And I think the Saints having that is probably the most important seed for the Saints to have in the entire NFC playoffs. There's no team out here that has more of a home field advantage than the Saints do. I saw maybe Pittsburgh or Green Bay in the wintertime. There's a complete night and day difference in the way Drew Brees plays on the road and the way he plays at home. And you give him the number one seed and the only Super Bowl they've ever won, I'm pretty sure the Saints were the number one seed against Indy years ago. Man, you give Drew Brees the number one seed, and I would say right now that they go to the Super Bowl if not win it, if they are the top seed. If they're not, I don't think they go. I don't think they make it. They're not going into L.A. and win. They won't go into Chicago and win. So this is a huge game. I mean, it's a division game against Carolina. Panthers are struggling. I mean, Cam just doesn't look that great. He's inconsistent. He's inaccurate. I don't I don't know what the deal is, what's going on. Greg Olson's out, but he was out earlier in the year when Cam done well. Uh, Funches is a decent receiver, and I don't know if he's just not getting used right. I don't watch any Carolina games. So I see a few highlights here and there. But Funches is good. He's talented. It's just nothing's working for him. I think Curtis Samuel will be fine. Play Curtis Samuel. If you need to play somebody because OBJ is out, play Curtis Samuel. You'll be perfectly fine doing so. Uh, Like I said, Funches is irrelevant. I think Ian Thomas is going to be the big play here for tight end. Uh, He's right there with Bray. Top 10 tight end with me or for me for the week. I've picked up Ian Thomas in a couple leagues and I've played him. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, New Orleans, play Drew Brees, play Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Those are no-brainers. Play Mark Ingram, but I don't like him. I don't like the matchup for Mark Ingram. Carolina has a really good run defense. Uh, they're only giving up 97 yards on the ground. But the good thing, I mean, the difference is, like, if this was any other team, I wouldn't play Mark Ingram. If he was on any other team playing Carolina, I mean, the difference in them is they use these two backs so good. Sean Payton is such a genius on how to – formulate an offense and make an offense run that you're fine playing Mark Ingram on crappy matchups just because of the way he gets played versus the way Kamara gets played. And I mean, it's just fun to watch, watch this offense roll. But I still don't like the matchup, so I just don't think Ingram's going to have a huge game. All right, guys, so that's the – thanks for struggling through this with me as the, the week 15 It's the matchups. Uh, we'll kind of get into the, the money matchups, some DFS stuff, Mikey and I's fan duel matchup against each other. <clears throat> Again, I've said it a million times. I mean, this is probably the most boring show you guys have probably listened to, but it's just – I can't, can't iterate enough how tough it is to sit here and talk to yourself on a computer and, and try to do this. But we'll power through. So some matchups. Uh, my elite guys, quarterback, I caught it earlier. My big upset's Aaron Rodgers. I want Aaron Rodgers. I'm starting him. If I had him, I'd start him this game. Uh, this could come back to bite me, but I just I feel that like Aaron Rodgers with a new coach, new offensive coordinator, he's back. He's Aaron Rodgers. 
he's going to be holding the championship belt up on R-E-L-A-X. Everything's fine. Just letting everybody know for next year when this new coach arrives. Green Bay's going to be a force again, and it's scary. Running back Zeke. I mean, right now, outside of Markley and Gurley, no one's playing better than Zeke. Uh, I, I, right now, Gurley's not playing better than Zeke. I mean, the past few weeks, Zeke's numbers are just insane. I'm starting Zeke until I can't start Zeke. Uh, I mean, you always start Zeke, but if I had to pick anyone for an elite matchup, I'm playing basically what this is, what we're doing with these elite players. If you're sitting here, it's like, hmm, I've got 9400 bucks. Do I play Saquon? Do I play Zeke? Do I play McCaffrey, etc.? If I was in that situation, I'm playing Zeke. Uh, I would pick him over Saquon. He's a little bit cheaper than Saquon. I'd pick him over Gurley, which you can't even get Gurley, but – uh, anyway, wide receivers, Devontae Adams, uh, I think he's got 10 touchdowns on a year. The, this kid is on fire and unreal. And I think, again, I, I said Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers, and the only way he can do it is if it, Devontae Adams is his guy. Tight end, Zach Ertz. Uh, it's kind of a cop-out, really. You can't play Kelsey. Kelsey's out. There's really no other elite tight ends outside of Kittle. I think Ertz have a better game than Kittle does. So I think he's going to have a good matchup. Uh, top one's Josh Allen. I think he breaks or doesn't break the record. He's already done that. But I think he gets four straight games of over 100 yards. I know four games ago he didn't have 100. It was 99. So I guess it's three straight games over 100 yards. But hell, I'm counting 99 yards and 100. He could have fallen one foot farther and would have broke 100 in that one. Uh, second one's Big Ben. I think Big Ben's going to have a good game against New England. And I know I'm leaving out a few that I like. Tom Brady, I like him as well. But I just feel like Big Ben at home is much better quarterback than Tom Brady on the road or Big Ben on the road or a lot of these guys on the road. I even like him over Drew Brees on the road. Uh, running backs, Joe Mixon, I mentioned. It. I think Joe Mixon's my top running back of the week. Uh, I would take Joe Mixon over Zeke, I think. But to me, Joe Mason's not in the elite category for me. I just think Joe Mason's going to have a massive game. And behind him is Dalvin Cook. I think Cook's back. I think he's back this week anyway. Uh, uh, the matchup's great for him. So I start Cook, roll with Cook in any DFS, and I think he'll be perfectly fine with Cook. Wide receivers, I mentioned D.D. Westbrook. I love D.D. I think he's going to have a big game against Washington. Uh, behind him is Julian Edelman. I think Edelman's going to have a good game against the Patriots. Tight ends, uh, I picked two stringy streamer tight ends uh, to talk about here. Of course, I mentioned Zert as my elite guy, uh, but I like Vernon Davis. Uh, it's, man, it's super sketchy, huge flyer, but for a tight end, why not? Uh, tight ends are trash. Take him. Take Vernon Davis. Behind him, Ian Thomas. I've got Davis ranked just a little bit higher than Ian Thomas, but I think Ian Thomas is going to have a decent game as well. So moving on to tough matchups, this is kind of tough to pick tough matchups just because to me this week there's a lot of tough matchups, a lot of low-scoring games. Over-and-unders were garbage all week except for the last three games, New England, Philly, and New Orleans game. <clears throat> but my tough matchups, uh, Stafford. Man, people are, people are dogging Stafford this year. I don't think it's his fault. I mean, hell, his number one receiver is Galladay. hasn't been in the league. His number two receiver was Bruce Ellington at 
I mean, it's Bruce Jonathan. He catches eight passes for 10 yards. I mean, I, I can't blame Matt Stafford for that. Uh, Eli, Eli is just old. He, he's got to retire. He's got to go anytime. His line's garbage. He's not done well at all. So I don't like Eli. And then Jameis Winston. That Baltimore defense is no joke. They're the real deal. I, I don't want any part of Jameis Winston if I can help it. Uh, running backs, Mark Ingram, I talked about it. The matchup isn't good for him. I don't want to start Mark Ingram. I'd rather, of course, you start Kamara, but I'm trying to stay away from Ingram. <clears throat> Adrian Peterson, it's the same thing. I mean, there comes a time when his father time just catches up with him. His juice runs out. Uh, I don't like his matchup here. And then last, Aaron Jones. Again, I'd mentioned if Green Bay wins this game, which I think they're going to do, it's going to be because Aaron Rodgers is the Aaron Rodgers of old. Uh, wide receivers, Mike Evans, uh, same thing. I mentioned Baltimore's defense. Don't, I don't want any part of it. Uh, Mari Cooper, I think Cooper's fine. I think he's going to be a decent play. But for DFS stuff, I don't really want to spend the money on him that's going to cost. I mean, he's a little higher than what I would like just because of his massive game last week. I don't want to spend that. And then Galladay, same thing. Galladay's going to be expensive, but I don't, I don't like it. I don't want any part of Galladay this game either. All right, so we'll run through my and Mackie's, Mackie's matchups real quick. Uh, he's finally caught me. He's caught up. He's passed me. I've had a couple pretty rough weeks. Uh, I actually like his Last week, to my credit, me and him had a, too, too much of the same team. We had way too many players the same. It's going to happen. Me and him bounce stuff off each other all week, every day. We're talking about this, trying to figure out what to tell you guys, what to help answer questions with. So a lot of my players were the same as his last week. I just ended up changing mine uh, just so, just to make it a little different so we're not having the same team, same scores. But this week, we've done the same thing. He sent me his. I made mine, but I'm not going to use that excuse this week because I wouldn't have started. Other than Joe Mixon, there's nobody here that I had planned on starting anyway. Over his team, uh, starters, Tom Brady, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, the starting shepherd, Calvin Ridley, <clears throat> uh, Corey Davis, Gronk, Doug Martin, Jags D. I like a lot of these guys. I, mean, I talked about Doug Martin. I like Jags D. I talked about Calvin Ridley. Joe Mixon is my main guy. You can never go wrong with Saquon Barkley. Uh, Tom Brady, that matchup is going to be good. So I really like his team. It's kind of a little scary. Uh, we'll go with mine, Josh Allen. Uh, I think Allen's going to have a huge game. Talked about Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon, of course. I I knew Mikey had Mixon, but I just couldn't get away with not starting him. I, I think Mixon's going to be a stud. I threw Juju in there, Eddie Westbrook, uh, Julian Edelman, Vernon Davis, Zeke, and the Chicago's D. I think Chicago's D is what's going to bite me in the hind end just because I think Green Bay is going to score points. I think Green Bay is going to win the game. So, anyways, just let us know. Let us know what you think about our matchups. Uh, give us a follow, Twitter, Instagram. We talked about that at the beginning of the show. Again, bear with me this week. Apologies for it being a little different, but we'll get through it. All right, guys, that's it. We'll wrap up week 15. Uh, Mikey will be back Monday. We'll both be back. Hopefully you guys make playoffs, win your games, go win this trophy. See you guys.